0: So today I wanted to try to see if we can make some progress. Um, one of the things that we've really been focused on for quite a few years is looking at the data and how it can help people make more money. But this endeavor is something slightly different, which is how do we use that data to actually go out and improve the billing results for people, and then see if we can quantify that performance improvement um, using the models that we've developed. So one of the things that I uh, dove into today was trying to look at denial patterns and many systems um, either don't have denial reporting at all or they have very poor denial reporting Um, and so thought hey you know if we're looking at why claims are getting paid there's a whole series of um, parts to that funnel that we want to look at and know from a diving in quickly standpoint thought okay I just want to see what's happening with denials and rejections with a particular client um, you know that we could look at so pulled the data um, from the billing system um, for the denials and there is a clearinghouse rejections report that I took a look at and many systems are absolutely horrible. I mean, if I'm really not going to pull any punches, there are so many bad billing systems out there and even more that have just absolutely atrocious reporting. That's not the case with the system that we're pulling this from. So, um, And again, we aren't paid by any particular billing company, any particular billing system. Um, we don't take sponsorships or anything like that. So full disclosure, nothing mm-hmm. nothing there in terms of any financial relationship. Um, but one that generally actually is pretty good in terms of billing and even pretty good in terms of reporting um, is a system called OpenPM. Um, so this report came out of OpenPM and we looked at the Clearinghouse rejections report. Um, from what is otherwise a pretty good system. Um, But this report absolutely stinks. I mean, it's a dog. Um, So there were about 1,822 claims um, in this particular report that was pulled um, for that period, and there were 300 different rejection reasons. Um, The problem is they weren't categorized. Um, It was complete garbage. Um, So They weren't grouped together at all. There were dozens of different reasons that were probably all the same thing, Um, but they just had some special character, an exclamation point, a carrot, um, the formatting differently, or who knows what. But what's really strange about this is this is essentially a clearinghouse report, a rejection report, right? And OpenPM has uh, the same parent company owns a clearinghouse, and clearinghouse is Open, and no, I'm sorry. Uh, E-Tactics, and it's all one company essentially. So when you use OpenPM, you use the E-Tactics clearinghouse. So if anybody should be able to get decent rejection or clearinghouse report information into their billing system, it should be somebody where basically a clearinghouse owns a billing system. <laughs> you think that they would get that right? But in this report, it's absolute garbage. Um, the top reason when you sort them in descending order. Um, is essentially, if you read through dozens and dozens and dozens of words, um, is essentially this an NPI problem. Um, And it represents somewhere in the range of about 200 out of the 1800 different uh, claims for that were rejected. And so if the objective of all this, if we take a step back and say, okay, what's the purpose of using data? The purpose of the data is to try to figure out ways to make more money and then to actually go out and execute off of that so that you do make more money. You take some information, you diagnose a problem, uh, you find a solution, you implement the solution, and then you monitor the performance after that to see whether or not you've actually made more money and how much more money, right? So if the goal here for this clearinghouse rejection report is to do that, which is to solve whatever problems pop up in the rejections. And presumably, if anybody's looking at a clearinghouse rejection report, it's because they want to solve those individual claims and then they want to prevent that problem from happening again. Um, but if you look at this report, you have no freaking clue like what to do. You literally cannot create any action plan whatsoever. And the reason why is because you have no idea which payers these claims are for. It doesn't actually say which payer. So if you actually try to go and look and say, okay, problem number one, those 200 claims, is that all for one payer? Is that spread across many different payers? No idea. There actually aren't even any claim numbers. There's no encounter IDs. There's absolutely no identifying information that allows you to figure out, okay, how can I identify and dig deeper? How can I actually, even even if I don't you know, try to figure out some pattern to prevent it from happening in the future, how do I just fix these 200 claims or these 1,800 claims? You can't do it. You literally have no idea which claims were rejected. You'd have to go find them somewhere else. So this Clearinghouse quote rejection report is insanely useless and this is the kind of thing that actually really pisses me off and and you'll probably hear me say this in a lot of different many of these different podcasts something gets hot like you know data is hot or reporting is hot or for a while the word you know business intelligence was hot um and so you got to have quote data you got to have reporting in order to sell your system because everybody's actually demanding it the problem is somebody basically just threw something together and said, okay, let's check a box and have something that's completely and totally useless because we need to be able to say we have it. And it's very hard for providers to be able to dive in and look deeply before actually committing to a system to figure out, oh, this, this report is complete garbage or a bunch of these reports are complete garbage. And so I think one of the things that you know, I'd love to do through this series is to help providers identify which are the really crappy systems in terms of reporting um, and what you can do about that, or even pick some systems that are actually better in terms of reporting. And again, maybe that means you have to spend more money, maybe there are less expensive systems that have better reporting. Um, I don't know that those always go hand in hand, but you know, because a lot of the big systems, and we'll, we'll get to some of those you know, in future podcasts, a lot of the big systems have horrifically bad reporting. So spending more money doesn't necessarily get you better reporting. Um, And, of course, you still want better billing, so you need both. But this is a perfect example where this report just sucks donkey. (laughs) So, um, somebody vomited useless information so they could say they had something. So, what do you do with this? Throw it out. You know, I'm tempted to actually contact OpenPM and say, like, what the? What were you thinking? I mean, like, get rid of this thing, like, or modify it. Do something to make it actually more productive. So, you no, know, Tomorrow, um, I'll go further into the denials reporting because I did start diving into some other reports as well and uh, did get some more useful information. But again, as you'll hear tomorrow, more challenges. I mean, it, it's really difficult to be able to get the information you need to be able to solve problems out of these systems. It's nuts, and it shouldn't be that hard.